0: Guys, how are we doing? Welcome to story number two with John Hammond, uh, an elite brotherhood member. How's it going, John?
1: Uh, very good, thank you. Yeah, uh, life is good. Life is uh, controlled good. and calm.
0: Love it. I'm loving the man in amongst the chaos. Yeah, love the man. Oh yeah,
1: gotta have a man shed, mate.
0: Um, right. Who is John Hammond, mate? Who is John Hammond?
1: John Hammond is a 51-year-old paramedic with the ambulance service, um, a dad of two daughters, age eight and one's to be six, very shortly. Um, Married for 10 years, um, live in Saffron Walden, lovely little part of northwest Essex. Um, You know, nearest city is Cambridge, so joy's there. Um, And yeah, and uh, a man who pretty much Once uh, family life had hit me, lost my way, shall we say, um, and literally was firefighting my way through life, um, reacting to everything normally badly um, and just stumbling through life,
0: shall we say. Where do you think it, um, when when you look back at your past, where do you think maybe It went wrong. So how were your 20s? Were you focused in your 20s? Were you just having a good time in your 20s?
1: Just having a good time in my 20s and in my 30s. Um, Just sort of, you know, just going with the flow, Um, enjoying being single, just enjoying life, Um, not doing too much to excess, but, you know, enjoying a few drinks and just thinking that, you know, oh, I've got years ahead of me. Life is miles away, you know. (laughs) Um, nothing can touch me and uh don't need to worry about anything, basically.
0: you know when I was twenty I think I must have been about twenty, I think it was about twenty-three when I first joined the Marines. I used to look at people that are in their forties and think, God, they're fucking old, mate. <laughs> I've got ages to go, go to that, right? Ages. Yeah. Oh, they're time.
1: ancient. They're ancient. I'll never
0: get like that. I've got loads of time to waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder, how many yeah. years, I wonder how many years we waste in our 20s in a comatose state from being boozed or on a drug binge um, or sitting around doing fuck all.
1: Oh, well, it's, that's a scary concept, scary thought to think how many hours and days and months you have just lost doing nothing.
0: It's mad, isn't it? How was the 30s? 30s were good.
1: Um, bit more sort of um controlled you know bought me first house and things like that and was but I was starting to be in a job that I no longer enjoyed and I was was um I'd started off working for British Rail when they still existed in the late 80s early 90s loved my first few years there as a young lad you know with working with just loads of guys and just all blokes together of all ages but I progressed through the company, and we went through privatization, and I finally ended up in an office doing office work in Kings Cross. So commute into London every day on the train, um, and that just finished me off. I'd had enough of that. I I was out of the house at six o'clock in the morning and not getting back till seven, eight o'clock at night.
0: So at five, the time,
1: five days a week.
0: You didn't have a family then, though, did you?
1: No, no, I was still single then, and I decided. I've got to change something. Um, So I'd always been interested in first aid, working on the railway. And so I thought, I wonder if I could become a paramedic, join the ambulance service. Didn't make the whole jump straight away, dipped my toe in as a volunteer community responder. um, Did that for a few years, fell in love with it um, and just decided to up and change. And um, that was in 2004. And here I am still here today.
0: Do you um, do you ever look back and think I could have taken a different direction? I wonder what life would have been like if I went down this path or this path. Was it always just paramedic, or was it just like I don't know? Let's take the first thing that kind of comes to me.
1: Um, no, I'd was looking to change my career within the railway industry, um, and I was going to go um, back onto what we call the footplate back onto the, back onto the trains. Um, And I'd um, been accepted for driving um, and I was going to go train driving. And at the same time I got accepted for that, I got accepted for as paramedic as well. And I thought about it really hard and sort of like, no, I think the rail industry that I really fell in love with was gone. It modernized, you know, it had changed so much. And I was sort of like, no, let's have a complete change. Um, uh, and just really fancied
0: it. Do you reckon, John, at the time then, like in terms of the, in terms of transitions, when you're going through all of this and then you're going to become a paramedic, how do you think you, in comparison to where you are today, where, where were you with your mental health and emotional state?
1: Um, my mental health was 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 struggling. Because I was single and if yeah, I'll be honest I didn't want to be single um, I wanted to meet the right person and I was sort of struggling on that respect never meeting the right girl um, and so it was a little bit of a struggle so I think with the transition I sort of just put it all to one side um, literally just blanked that bit out and cracked on with the career change and yeah didn't sort of really think about it um, but you know you do that and they come back
0: what was struggling in your head
1: struggling in my head was you know i am moving on you know i'm into my 30s now um lots of my friends had all sort of like got married and started families and you know and i'm just sort of like bumbling along and not really finding anybody and and yeah wanting a piece of that i think wanting some family life
0: was there an element that you felt like you were falling
1: behind slipping behind and was going to be left behind. yeah yeah definitely definitely and you know you were sort of thinking you know you know you're you're in your 30s and cracking before a blink i'll be midway through my 30s and in my 40s and starting to think it's not so much the same for a guy i suppose but you, you do sort of think am i leaving it a bit late for families and kids and that sort of thing? um as uh, as has turned out clearly i'm not you know i'm 51 now and i've got a six year old and eight year old so But but you do think it back then, and it it does start
0: to play on your mind. Were you you lonely? Yes. Yeah. How how do you handle being lonely?
1: You throw yourself into lots of hobbies and, yeah, a lot of hobbies. I suppose I think back, a lot of drinking as well. Not to the point it was a problem, but just a bit too much, a bit more than you should do, I think, Yeah.
0: It's, it's a difficult trend. It's a, it's a difficult place to be, isn't it? I think when you're lonely, I often, I thought a lot more about this. And actually one of the triggers was uh, the duty adverts with the old people, older generation that have lost a partner and very lonely. And I was trying to, so a lot of people always ask me, how do I deal with being lonely? And I guess I've never really been lonely. I think I was lonely when I left the military for three years You know, I think that's my only when I when I left that, and I went through the divorce, and I felt very alone. Like you know, in in that respect, and I think that's the closest part that I got to that. And I think it's really struggle. I I really struggle to to want to show up being lonely. Is that something that maybe you felt?
1: Yeah, when I was lonely, I would have I'd have days where I wouldn't get out of bed, perhaps, or just wouldn't wouldn't go to things, wouldn't come out the house. and you just, you get to that, oh, I just can't, can't be bothered. You know, everyone else will be there with their couples and other halves and I was thinking, oh, just leave it. It's not worth it. I can't be bothered. I won't go. Um, and you end up missing out on things. You don't go to things.
0: Um, how do you feel that becoming a paramedic shaped you?
1: Um, it made me resilient to... Well, at times it's made me resilient to a lot of the crap that goes on in life, um, and it really has opened, my, did open my eyes to how, geez, my life isn't that bad.
0: Um, how and did it make you do that. Sorry, how did it make you have that reflection?
1: Um, you just you go into so many places and people's lives, um, and when they're at the darkest moments in their lives and you just sort of reflect on yourself and you think i know i feel bad at times but i've never got that bad um and then you think no i'm okay i'm doing all right um or you know you go into you think your house is house is untidy and then you go into some of the properties we go into and it's sort of like man my place is spotless <laughs> and
0: it's interesting you know i think i've I've never really looked at it like that but there's something you just said there and it was a case of you almost step into people's lives for um what could be just a few minutes but you you get you get a feel of and and an eye-opener into how all of these different people live but actually one minute somebody's life could have flipped within seconds and you are there trying to save that life. Right. And that must really put some yeah. perspective on you, on, on like what you've just said on your life. And you can like, I think we all think worst case scenario a lot of the time with that. Um, I've got this going on, or I've got this going on, uh, going on. And then you come away from a shift and you might've had to resuscitate three or four people and actually brought them back to life. You might've actually lost a few people that must actually play on the mind
1: it does. Um, it comes back at weird times sometimes. And, and like you say, you know, we, you, can, you can go to people and literally just turn their life around in seconds. Um, one of the guys, sadly, he's no longer with us, but um, one bloke I went to a long time ago um, who was having a heart attack. And when I get there, he's a guy I used to work with on the railway in my previous job, um, someone I know very well. And he... Went into cardiac arrest on me in the back of the ambulance. I brought him back four times on the way to hospital, Um, and that was on a Sunday afternoon. Um, I resuscitated him four times, and then I went and had a cup of tea with him in his house on a Wednesday lunchtime, and he had another ten years with us.
0: That must because the ripple effects of that are huge. Like for me, for that another ten years, that's another ten years with his son or his daughter or his wife or his husband, and it's, and you get to play a huge part in that. Do, do you ever let that sink in?
1: You do when it's someone you know. So with this guy, he, he, you know, that really does sink in. I still see his daughter today. Um, and, you know, she's still forever grateful that, you know, I was the reason that Tony got to see his, see her, her wedding, see her, see his grandkids mm. and all of that um and that you might hear it now in my voice sorry that that pulls at the heartstrings sometimes yeah. but then on the flip side we do that for so many people we don't know and we never see them again and you like, kind of just have to let that go
0: that is like when, when you try and get your head around that that i mean that is massive right like you think about you think about the impact that you have on so many people by saving their lives or getting them to safety or making them feel safe, and then you actually go away and you go. Well, I wonder how many lives you've saved in your career. I wonder how that, how many ripple effects within that scenario that has changed. How many kids have been born from the fact that you've kept them alive? How many weddings have been seen? How many people have gone on to do other stuff that's helped other people? Like if you if you had a book or a catalog it would be huge on that ripple
1: effects, right? Yeah. And, that, and, and you think of the, the, the big ones, you know, the cardiac arrest and the resuscitations, but then the sort of like the semi big ones, you know, the heart attacks that you've gone to um, and you've literally, you know, you've got there in good time and you've got them straight into the right hospital and tickety boo, they've had their cardiac, their heart attack fixed and the the, the blockage taken out and the, yeah. you know, the stent fitted in their heart. Um Add that, of so like strokes and people you've got too quickly, or car accidents, and you've saved the bleeding and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, the ripple effect must be enormous. Um, and when you've been in a long time, the people perhaps I've saved have had kids, and maybe now even they've had kids. So,
0: I mean, mate, I like I've never really thought about it, which is one of the reasons I wanted to do do, do, do these stories because actually, you know. I don't think many people like in the services realize just how what an impact they make on people. Right. And you think like like the work that we've been doing with you that like, you know, we'll move on to your your progress and development and why you come to us. But (laughs) I've given you numerous kicks up the backside. Right. And I'm quite blunt and I've been really, (laughs) really blunt with you in many occasions to to stop feeling sorry for yourself. And I think uh, where, where do you think it went wrong with you? I don't know if that sounds right. where do you think it went wrong in terms of you really needing support um and how did you recognize it
1: um I probably needed support not long after becoming a dad um, that really changed my life completely um and went through the initial weeks of completing that panic. Oh my God, what have I done <laughs> yeah. um and uh, because no one I don't care what courses you go on no one can prepare you for it the absolute bulldozer through your life that having children is um and then i let that bumble on for too long and i suppose it was when covid first started that i sort of came to you and started following you so that would be early 2020 um i can even remember where i was when i first started looking at your things where were you um I was, I was on a night shift and I was sitting in Bishop Stortford ambulance station. Well, <laughs> um,
0: fucking when I, hair, ranting on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, um, I got recommended you by a uh, by a very good friend um, who did some of your programs. Bless him. Um, Who's that? And um, Lee Stiles. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, bit of a bit of a car crash, is there, Lee? Sorry, Lee, if you're listening.
0: Yeah. All <laughs> um, right. Pick him up there, John.
1: Yeah, no, I've tried kicking him, um, but my boot isn't as big as yours. But so, um, so, so yeah. and You Sorry, come
0: Tom. across me and what state were you in? And so, like, you're becoming a dad, you're trying to cope with being a dad, you're trying to cope with your job. Like, do you feel like there was a lack of structure? Was there a lack of vision? Was there a lack of connection with yourself?
1: All of it. There was no structure um, and didn't realize that until you, I looked back with your guidance and courses, you know, um, and one of the things that always sticks in my head is you've, you'd spoken about it on a few things. Um, you know, when you're at school, you have a timetable. When you go to college, you have a timetable. Why can't we have a timetable for life? Yeah. You know, just for, for what you're doing this week yeah. and and just putting things like that, a simple structures in place and simple things like you you know, what do you want to try and do today? Um, and then at the end of the day, you go back and you tick them off, and that just clears my head so much. It's sort of like, no, I've achieved the things I set out to achieve today rather than beforehand. It was sort of like you get to the day, oh, I didn't do this, oh, I didn't do that, oh bollocks, I've forgotten to do this. Um
0: why is and that just very important for you, John? Like what why why for you is that important? Because some people will turn around and go, Well. I just like to live day to day. I just like to just wake up and go with the flow. Do, do you like everybody's different, right? Like, you know, in my head, I couldn't do that because it just, there's too much chaos and stress. There has to be order. Maybe that's from the military or boarding school. I'm not sure. But, um, why is it important to you to have that element of control?
1: Cause if I don't, I can easily waste time doing nothing, which is what I did 20 years ago. Um, I've got to, I'm not, you know, not pack everything in in the day, but I've got to have achieved stuff during the day so that I don't feel like I've wasted it, yeah. um, just doing nothing. Um, yeah, it's just, otherwise it's just, otherwise just wasting time. And, you know, and if the wife says, oh, what have you, managed, what have you done today? And you go, uh, <laughs> nothing.
0: It feels, um, pretty, doesn't it? Like, I, know, I, know, I, I often speak to a lot of guys and it's like, A lot of guys are really hard on themselves because they don't feel like they're achieving and they don't feel like they're reaching milestones. And I I think part of fulfillment is feeling like we're accomplishing something, even at the 1% level, right? Um, Whether it's 100% or 1%, but feeling like we've achieved something at the end of each day makes, I think, every day kind of feel a little bit more meaningful, like, our, where's our time, energy and focus go, going, right? It's going into this, right? It feels meaningful now. Whereas I think we get caught, do you, would you agree that we get caught in that trap of that black hole of actually, well, I'm showing, I'm doing stuff, but I'm not actually really achieving anything.
1: Yeah. Um, I you know I've had times of that, You know, and that's normally comes out of making too many plans, trying to do too much and then not actually achieving any of it um so doing the little 1% really really helps me and just you know and and not doing too much in the day i think in the in the journals we use it's sort of like three things you're going to achieve today um and you try and do too much more and you might not get one of them done whereas if you set i found if i just set 3 or sometimes 4 i'll get them done yeah well,
0: yeah I, and it, it makes it a lot more realistic right to achieve um why do you think at times you've struggled to show up? Um,
1: it's it's normally a snowball effect of things. So if I haven't, say like I didn't, say if I didn't get up and show up for a morning routine, it will have been because I was perhaps late to bed the night before. That would have been because I wasn't organised And, you know, there's just a snowball effect of little things that will then, if you don't nip it in the bud, um, will just get out of control. Um, And other times, why have I not shown up? Um, You know, I like the self-pity party. (laughs) Um, If I'm not careful. Um, Not so much recently. Um, I don't want another kick up the backside from JB. They're not very nice. (laughs) But. Um Yeah, I don't know why I've not done that so much recently. It's, it's it's hard to pinpoint, but yeah, you can.
0: Is it fair to say that maybe the process is actually kicking in?
1: Yes, and it's taken a long time. Yeah. Um, or it oh. takes longer than you think it's going to, and you've yeah. said that before. I've I've heard you know at least a year. Yeah. For some of these processes to kick in, Um and I still haven't got it right yet. You know when you know, but. Now I try every day. And if it doesn't go right, I don't beat myself up about it. So I, that didn't go right. Why didn't it go right? Change it, try it again.
0: So I've got news for you that, <laughs> that you never get there. Like, like you've always got to evolve, right? I, I was just chatting to Yeah, the meeting yeah meeting no, you've, got to, that, you've got to change. There's no, There's no end point here. And I think this is the thing that we all have to understand is like, you keep going and you keep growing and you keep evolving until we stop breathing and like when we stop breathing that's game over that's finished and, and then what everybody gets is the legacy that you've left behind right it's the, it's the connection and the memories and 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 the the, the things that you've le- left to the girls and it's like and that's what it was all for that, that you know it showed up for me first and foremost but then actually it was about leaving showing up for me to leave that legacy for everyone else around me and I think I think that's what's important, right? And I think when you realise that you, you don't, it's not that you haven't reached the point, it's just that you're on this continuous journey where there's points after points after points after points where you keep going and you, you just don't stop. And you make that contract yourself for the rest of your life to go, I'm going to keep showing up into the day and night, even if I'm having a bad day, even if, even if like I'm hitting a brick wall, even if people are on my back, even if something's happened, I've lost someone at the job, it's about showing up the next day over and over again right dusting yourself down which, yeah. I think, which is one of the reasons that i think you've improved like it's been it must be nearly eight months since i've given you a roller you know i haven't seen any pity party posts so no. I, and i often think it's to change
1: i haven't point. and i haven't felt that way
0: yeah that's
1: good the pity party you know you it's not that i haven't posted anything pity party it's sort of like or if i have felt that way it's only lasted half an hour
0: Flicking the switch, it's like, like so we are all susceptible to feeling sorry for yourself. I do, like sometimes, a party sometimes. So like, but it's the flick of the switch in here. When you flick that switch, it doesn't change. You flick it and you go straight yeah. away. Like, stop fucking feeling sorry for yourself. Okay, stop being a fucking little dickhead and get yourself out of your own fucking head. And, and I think the quicker you can do that, right, the more conditioned we are in our mentality and our mindset, the quicker we can flick that switch, so it stays on, and we and we can be aware of that. Do
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. No. It's, yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's, it's it's now easier to just sort of like stop, think, oh, whatever, yeah. um, and then just sort of like nothing's gonna. The only nothing's gonna change. Yeah. The only thing that you can change is is you, yeah. or how you perceive it, yeah. um, and how you deal with it um and you know and that and I, I use that switch a lot in life now it's it's the same with with the news um that's that's been don't even look at it no. yeah i speak to the phone my speak on the phone to my dad and said oh do you see sounds on the news i'm like no i don't watch the news anymore dad
0: yeah um small changes, and- small changes lead to to, to to big changes all of the time right and i think that's what you've done really well here um okay final question If someone listening to you, someone's listening right now, based on your own experience and your own journey about what you've been through, if you were to offer one piece of advice for that individual, what would it be?
1: Stop, think, breathe. And just remember, you're not alone. You can do it. You can change things. Doesn't matter what it is it can be fixed. It's not too late and just find someone to follow, find someone else who's been through it, um, follow your courses, other courses, you know,
0: just remember that you're not alone and you can do it and you can change. 100% you can 100%. John, thanks for taking the time to come on. Appreciate that. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much.
0: of many hundreds of stories to come, I'm sure. So uh, I appreciate your time. Um, guys, let us know what you thought of uh, this podcast. You can rate the podcast at the very end for me. Drop, drop me a comment or an email me at Um, If you feel like you've got a good story to come on with, then just drop me an email as well and let's get you on. Thanks for listening.